Quinn. Marcus. It's time. We're here. We are here. Again. Yeah. We are here. It's, uh, it's been a big build-up, big off-season. To the game or to this episode? A bit of both. <laughs> a bit of both. But no, I was more specifically talking about the game. Yeah. We've, uh, yeah, we've got a lot to run through. It's going to be one of the best Richmond-Carlton matchups I think we've seen in a very, very long time. Mm. No, it is going to be both really good. sides pushing for potentially top four. We both hope. Yeah. So yeah, no, heaps to dig in, and I am looking forward to um, a lot of emotion. Yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing how you're feeling uh, Thursday night after the game when down in the dumps again, like last year, and hopefully better than uh, last <laughs> year's uh, round one. But no, it's going to be good. A little bit more like round fourteen, hopefully. <laughs> Don't that that still hurts? But no, I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be very exciting. Um, yeah, as you said, a long build-up, big six months, and I feel like we've yeah, and from what we're doing with Old Dark Blues and Tiger Den and Pressure Point, it's all it's all happening. It's been a lot a lot of work's gone into you know round one in this in this new AFL season, in particular this game. Oh, there's so heaps. It's, it's 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 great. It's great that we're finally here, and uh, looking forward to getting stuck into this big preview. Oh, mate, absolutely. Where to begin? That's the hardest part. When you, when we do these previews, or when I do these previews, especially in the past by myself, it's it's different. It feels. But now I'm chatting with somebody about. It. I don't know where yeah. to start. Yeah, it's good. I mean, in, in previous previews that we've done, like it's just been with pressure points. So we're talking about all all games. With this, we can really dig into our own team. So it's going to be fun. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Well, where to begin? You want to start with your potential ins. Who, who, you, who's going to be like a surprise inclusion? Who didn't play last year? That's probably going to play this year. Who's not? Yeah, yeah. Well, I'll start with the two obvious ones, and Tim yeah. Taranto and Jacob Hopper. And I oh. cannot wait for these two to butcher the footy, come into our side, and whether they do that or not, I'm not sure. But I can't wait for them to come into the side because one of the biggest downsides to Richmond last year was definitely our midfield depth and just bringing in these two stars, definitely Taranto especially, um, is just going to be incredible. And last year we know around one end of the first quarter we lost our best midfielder in Prestia and we didn't look the same after that. So hopefully, you know, we're more covered this year and I think with the ability, especially for Taranto to go forward and kick goals too, it's just going to add another string to our bow. So can't wait for those two. Uh, Robbie Tarrant won't play. That's almost certain. Um... Pickett, Marlon Pickett probably won't play, so it opens up another spot on the wing for someone to potentially come in. I could see a, a Hugo Ralph Smith taking up that spot. Thompson Dow, um, he had a really good game against Melbourne last week in the Prackey, so could he take that wing spot? Because I don't see him playing midfield with the, with the players we've got in there, so that would be interesting. Jaden Short is potential to miss, I know, with injury. They said... Not definitely out, but they did say he's maybe unlikely. I'm not sure what maybe unlikely means. Is he unlikely or not unlikely? Mm. So maybe unlikely was what the injury report said on the 8th of March. That was a few days ago now. So by the time this video comes out, there might be more updates. I'm not too sure. So they're some of the bigger ones I'm looking at. Tyler Young, I know the AFL had him debuting um, in their mock uh, starting lineup for the Tigers. I'm not sure that would be the way to go. I know Robbie Tarrant won't play, but... Your forward line is very dangerous, especially your tools. And I don't know, do you debut a young kid against the likes of Mackay and Kerno? So interesting, interesting mm. um, decisions here for Richmond. But I'm just yeah over the moon about the game being around the corner. And I think it's going to be very exciting regardless of who gets picked. Yeah, for sure. I mean, there's some big names out of your, out of your 22 there that would be playing most weeks. Oh, so absolutely. You do, you do have some important 
personnel not playing. Well, and we nearly missed Prestia too. I think it's just about yeah. confirmed that he will play now. Yep. But there was a bit of an injury scare there. And I was like, not again. We yeah. can't afford to keep losing this guy. He's but made of glass he is. Well, against your midfield as well, one of the be- better ones in the comp, like you just can't afford to have premier midfielders not playing. And yeah. I know you guys are missing Walsh most likely. So it's, uh, yeah, to touch Woody doesn't play, but it'll be, uh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, so yeah. even even without him, though, your midfield is still very elite. So yeah. it's going to be interesting to see who gets a call up and who doesn't on our end. But, yeah, yeah. Very interesting stuff. Yeah. What about you? Who, who's coming in? Are you debuting your youngsters? Yeah, so it looks like Ollie Hollands and Lockie Cowan will probably debut, which yeah. is which is crazy uh, to have yeah, two 18-year-olds come straight into our, our team that we thought was pretty settled, pretty pretty locked in uh, from last season. Um, really hard team to break break into at the moment. Um, so it's a, to see two 18-year-olds potentially come in is, is huge. Cowan in particular looked great in the Pracky games. So I think he's probably more likely than Hollands, but wouldn't surprise me if, if they both debut, which is which is great. Um, I love it. Put them under the big lights early and see how they go in front of 90,000 people. Um, and then, yeah, you spoke about Sam Walsh before. Probably not going to play. They haven't officially ruled it out yet, but he's going to be very close. And, yeah, if he's not in round one, I think he'll, he'll be there round two. And then there's the obvious one with, with Zach Williams, who's going to be out for the whole year. Um, so he won't be playing this week. Um, and then I think there was a bit of doubt around Corey Durden, but he looks like he's going to get up for this one as well. So we're looking pretty, pretty healthy for the most part, apart from yeah, Zach Williams um, is, yeah, is the big one there. But yeah, if, if Walsh is touch and go, we're, we are looking pretty healthy, which is, which is different for, for Carlton over the last... 12 to 24 months. Well, I think the biggest takeaway is that, obviously, apart from a couple of names there, both sides are relatively full sides. Yeah. Just about. Like, there really isn't any excuses from either team, which is great. I mean, it's scary at the same time, but it's great. And I, know, I think we both got a fair bit of confidence that our respective sides can get the job done. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah not- that's why it's such a hard – for a neutral, it's such a hard game to pick because oh, both exactly. teams are really strong and – both play similar sort of footy as well. We're very – we can kick five or six goals in ten minutes but can concede five to six goals in, in ten minutes. So, Which we spoke about earlier and yeah. it's something I'm very nervous about because we've seen it happen. I mean, last year, round 14, we got out to a six to nothing yeah. start, six goals to nothing start. And then what was the end margin, like two goals or something yeah. like that? Like it was – you guys just got a run on afterwards and we couldn't stop it. Like you couldn't stop our first run on. And it's just, it's been a problem for both our teams. So it'll be really interesting to see how we've worked on that in the off season. And yep. if we can quell that, because that's, that's dangerous for yep. either of us. Cause we, we've got like with your forwards, our forward line, we've both got the ability to kick goals so quickly mm. and out of nowhere. Like we've got players that can kick goals out of their ass, which yep. is a fantastic problem mm. to have, but it's um, yeah, not so much when it's gone the other way. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's great. It's gonna be it's gonna be a bloody good game. I'm one thing I'm really looking forward to is is the return. Well, not really the return, but hopefully a full season of Mitch McGovern. Uh, he we saw how good he was round one last year. He was one of the best players on the ground. He was intercepting everything and and looked like he'd really really found his position there down back. So I'm really looking forward to seeing how he goes um, this week, and hopefully we get yeah, a full season out of him because we haven't been able to do that. Um, so for me, I, f- I find him has as important as anyone in our team. So if he can be right, 
think it goes a long way to us um, having some success this season and in particular beating beating your mob because in terms of the matchups, what I'm looking at is I think Wiedering will probably go to Lynch. He's always done a really good job on Lynch. Um, Wiedering didn't play on Lynch in round 14 because Wiedering was out injured. Lynch, I think, had a pretty good night that night, didn't he? So yeah, had a decent, then in round a decent one, day. On previous round ones, Lynch has really hasn't done much at all. So no. I think Wiedering goes to Lynch and then probably Lewis Young, I think, maybe goes to Rewalt. Probably. Yeah, probably Rewalt. With Bolter goes down there, potentially. Bolter? Yeah. I don't hope not. He, I, he I, has a tendency to, doesn't he? He does, but I love him up back. I just think his strong suits are just – he's just better up back. Like, we'll yeah, keep yeah. him as a defender. Can and I think we, I think we're going to need him. Pardon? In the pracky games? Uh, no, he kicked a goal, but that was running from the back line. Okay. He didn't play up forward. Not that I saw on this – I missed a, yep. a quarter or something here or there. But, no, I think he'll, he'll play back line, and I think he's going to need to. I reckon he'll probably take Charlie. Yeah. I feel like – yeah, athletic. Yeah, they're both those athletic beasts, and I reckon it'll actually be a really good matchup mm. watching those two go at it. So, yeah. what can't about Harry? Wait. Yeah, yeah, Harry, I just don't know. I mean, there's obviously one in Grimes is the obvious one. If Ben Miller plays or Tyler Young, I'd say that one of those two would go to Harry, um, being the tall Timbers, and then Grimes can because he can play tall and small. Yeah. Dylan Grimes, so we've got options with him. I feel like Grimes if could go on a Silvani potentially. Um, I mean, even Nathan Broad could take a Silvani or something like that. So we've yeah. got options there. But it's going to be interesting. I mean, but your key forwards, like, I think kick one goal between them in round yeah, one last year. So unsighted last year. Yeah. So, and you guys still got the job done, obviously. Mm. So it's going to be interesting to see if, the, if they do have another impact or if our back line can do a job on them again. Yeah. We play more of a team defense role, I've noticed, Richmond, more so than the one-on-one matchups. I think it just works better because of the lack of yeah. probably star key defender. Like, I wouldn't consider Grimes a key defender. He can play that role, but not as... He's not as notable as probably like what your weedering is for you guys. Yeah. Is that like that key backline general side type thing? So I think we yeah. play better team defense. So yeah. that's something that I'll be keeping a close eye on. Yeah, and the, and the midfield battle is going to be going to be very intriguing. Like who goes to like? Do you play a tag on Crips? Do you? Well, have, we never no, do. We, we so never have in the past. Whether we've changed yeah, that, I'm we not sure. Didn't round one last year. Yeah, no, <laughs> no, we definitely didn't. But. Yeah. Let's well. Let's run through some of your players that you think will go through the midfield, and I'll run through some of ours. And they're just the names that we're going to be dropping here are nuts. Yeah. So yeah, obvious one. Cripps will, will spend a lot of his time there. He'll he's another one that will probably drift forward. So you, you know, if you're already stretched down back, then I think it makes sense to to move Cripps forward um, at times. So he'll definitely drift down there. Then you got George Hewitt, Adam Chera, who's going to run through there as well. Ollie Holland's debuts, he'll um, he'll even get a run through there. Um, yeah, Zach Fisher goes through the middle too. Um, yeah, we've got we've got options to run through, which is um, which is quite quite scary. And then the the, the other big body in, in Matt Kennedy, who um, was one of our better players in round one last year as well. So it's a pretty big big bodied full, uh, midfield. Absolutely, so it's going to be and yeah. Well, and then you got them; they'll be coming up against. Some of our boys who we've got, we're a little bit bigger now. We're a little bit bigger heading into this year. We yeah, got you are. well, we got Prestia, Dustin Martin will no doubt run through there. He'll probably play predominantly forward, I'd imagine, but he'll run through there no doubt uh, at the right times. Tim Taranto definitely going to be going through there. Jacob Hopper, like I mentioned before, those boys are going to go in there. Hopper's that bigger body we've probably been lacking. Shea Bolton will no doubt have a run through there. Um, if 
And then you got some other guys, like whether they get a game or not, it's hard to say, but like a Tyler Sonzi might run through there. He did a really great job last year. I loved watching him. Uh, Jack Ross, I would like to see get game time. So if he plays, like, he'll run through there, no doubt. Jaden Short can go through there as well. Like We've got some good options now, which I'm really happy with. It'll be running through our midfield. But I think just our starting midfield and Prestia, Dusty, Cochin, I forgot to mention, I know he's probably going to go forward a lot this year, but he'll run through there like he did in the Pracky matches. So he's older, but he's he's got that level head. He's smart, so... Um, I'd always trust having Cochin in my in my midfield. So, yep. yeah, it's, the matchups are going to be great. Oh, Jack Graham, I don't know how I forgot him. Jack Graham, Fridge, he'll be running through there as well. Another big body that we, we can use, especially against some of your bodies. So, yeah, the, the matchups in that midfield are, are quite scary. Yeah. I forgot to mention if Sam Walsh does play, he's another one that can roll through there just just casually. Yeah, <laughs> just just casually if uh, he gets a call up. So, yeah. it's, no, scary. It's, it's, it's scary. It's scary for sure. All over the ground. Oh, 100%. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm over the moon about yeah. what we might be seeing uh, this Thursday night. So in terms of like, you know, what, what's the – speaking from a – you're representing the Richmond fan base here. What, what, what's some of the general noise coming out of Richmond in terms of what you guys sort of are expecting this Thursday? Like what do you want out of it? Um, you know, what do you see as your biggest threat to the game? What, what, run me through the, the mindset of the Richmond fans at the moment. Flag tags. Flag to- oh, is it? Okay. Yeah, no, flag, flag tags. Yeah, there. so I yeah. think we're going to go on another back-to-back run um, yep. and it all starts this Thursday. Maybe the three-peat this time around. We'll have to wait and see. Yep. So, yeah, no, nah, obviously for this round, I think it's probably the obvious one too. The biggest concern is probably your forward line. Um, obviously, your midfield is full of stars, but I feel like ours is pretty darn good as well. So not too concerned in that sense. Like that will just be a great battle, but I feel like your forward line is very, very good. Um, and if Charlie and Harry get on a run, like we saw what they can do and what they've done last year, and they're only been obviously only going to get better because it's both young guys as well. So that's probably my biggest concern. Um, but then again, I think we can really do some damage on our forward line as well. I think our forward line is pretty stacked as well in terms of some of the players we've got. Like you've obviously got Tom Lynch, who I know he's had a bit of a hard time against. Weedering in the past But if he gets going He's hard to stop Jack Rewalt Like I think people think Just because he's 35 Or whatever He's still a star Like Jack Rewalt He's, he's a gun He's one you're going to have to Watch out for Morris Rowley Jr So Zippy down there Shea Bolton Noah Cumberland Tim Taranto Dusty when they go Like there's so many players That are going to run through there And I think give you guys A little bit of grief With your back line So I think it will be Won and lost not so much in the midfield, but more in the forward lines and, and back lines respectively. So that's for me what I'm most concerned about. And I just think, if, like you said earlier as well, if we can stop you guys from going on four or five goal runs, um, I think we should be all right. And I'm tipping it, you know, same with you guys. We've both been able to concede goals really quickly. And if we can quell that, then I think both teams will do all right, but hopefully more so for us. Mm, interesting. What about you? What's the... Uh, I know Carlton support. I, I can't gauge you either because you're up and down. One week you're telling me you're very confident you guys are going to pump us, and then I hear behind closed doors you're like, "No, no, I'm not that confident." So <laughs> what, what's what's going on when that little head of yours? Uh, I think I, to be, I'm confident in. I, I'm confident enough to know that we're going to put ourselves in a position to win the game. It's just I'm just concerned of you know Richmond star power and whether we can we can handle that and. And to see the lessons that we learnt last year, because that was our issue, was holding on to leads and and closing out games, which which we all know what happened last year to Carlton and the way they finished the season. So I think that's my concern. Like I'm I'm, I'm not doubting our quality and what we can bring. I feel like we're gonna definitely like I, th- 
I think we'll win, definitely. But I th- what concerns me is, yeah, just the factor, yeah, if we're, you know, three or four goals up halfway through the last quarter, how do we, how do we take the game from there? You know, do we, have we learned our lesson from last year? That's, that's what I'm concerned about. Because mm. if Richmond come back and, you know, after we've had a, a strong lead, then that's like, well, what have we learned from last year? You know, so that's what I'm concerned about. But I'm confident. I think I can speak on behalf of all Carlton fans. I think we're all heading to this season pretty optimistic, um, knowing that you know, this is our time. No more excuses. We've got the list. This is probably the best Carlton list we've seen in, in 20 years. So this is the time. Um, yeah. And there's no excuses anymore. And as I said, we're relatively healthy bar you know, two or three players. So it's, it's, um, yeah, it's a really exciting time. And I yeah, just want the season to start now. I just want to know that we're, that we're going to work. We all know... We all envisage in our head that we're going to have a really good season and we're ready, but I just want to see it now. Like, I'm yeah. sick of this build-up. Well, I mean, the with the day of recording, it's Monday, public holiday. Yep. feels like a Sunday, but we're, we're three days away. Yeah, we are. Like, it's nuts how close we are. And by the time this goes out, there'll be two days left to go. So it's nuts how close we are to the start of the season. And I like what you said there because I think a lot of Richmond supporters are in the same boat. And it's funny, like, last year, the way we ended our season was – Sim- different but similar in a sense that it was heartbreaking and I feel like we both felt like we should have gone further into the season than we did I thought we, we should have beaten Brisbane up that game like to beat Brisbane away in Brisbane would have been huge as well and we would have come back to the G and who knows what could have been and I think Richmond supporters including myself are very excited just with these two new inclusions in Toronto and Hopper just thinking that they're going to be that difference maker but I mean who knows without them if we had won that game last year who knows where we would have gone and I know you could say the same for Carlton if you had beaten Collingwood in that last game who knows but it's it's exciting and I think we're very optimistic as well that we can really take our season forward and top four like is you know what why not i think that's yep. the biggest question is with both our sides as well i feel like you'd be the same and just thinking why can't it be us again this year and i, I, I can't see any reason why not if we can stay healthy i can't see any reason why we, we can't be a really successful side again yep. um and give it one more crack with a few of our older boys on the side and you know yep. let them really finish off their careers strong so i'm i can't wait i think this weekend is going to be amazing and i'm really interested to see as well the dual rock battle because i was just having a look at your list as well and i forget that you guys are no doubt going to have TDK and Pitnet getting up there. Not necessarily. Well, you just sh- you assume so on face value. As from my point of view, you're not expecting them both to play. Potentially, um, I'm not sure what they're going to do. Like, what have you got? Mm-hmm. You got the Nank. We've got the Nank, and you then don't play the two Ruckman, do you? We normally don't, but now there's an extra player on the bench, mm. so that changes things. You'd imagine, and we could. Like Soldo, I thought was all right on the weekend last weekend against yep. the D. So you could bring Soldo in if Ben Miller plays. He's got that. He can play ruck and backline. So you got that dual option there. Mm. Personally, it's hard because obviously I want to see what you guys are going to do as well. But I, I wouldn't mind the dual ruckman because it, Nank when he can go sit in the hole in the backline, do a really good job down there, and I like what he can do. And then Soldo is probably a better forward because he is so big and hard to spoil against. Because Nank's not a massive guy, but Soldo is. Um, so I think we've got that option as so I would personally like to play the two tools just to throw a bit of a spanner in the works. And then if you guys weren't to play your two tools and you have Silvani ruck, I think Silvani against like a solo in size wise in a tap ruck contest, you feel like you, we would have the wood over you there. Silvani does his role very well, but you feel like one-on-one at just mm. pure tap ruck sense, I feel like we'd have you covered, but who knows if you guys play TDK as well then it's going to be a very interesting battle yeah I'm, I'm intrigued by that I think it's it just because you guys don't usually play that dual ruck role I 
I'm starting to think that we might not as well. Um, I think, yeah, Pitnet will probably be our, if we were to choose one, I think he's probably the one that will start. But it wouldn't surprise me if both of them play. We, they both played in round one last year. So I'd put my money on them both playing. But, yeah, not surprised either way. Is this a ploy by Carlton to not play TDK too much to lower his value so he doesn't try to look elsewhere? Because there's a lot of whispers. There's a lot of whispers going around there. He might be yeah, looking elsewhere. Is, and, there is, yeah. You know, I just I think it's surprising because he's a he's a gun. Like he's a young player, he obviously, is, yeah. but he's got a lot of upside to him. So I mean, I, I'd be stoked if he doesn't play because it's I yeah. think it's a big help. He's uh, he took a hanger on us last year. Like his yeah. athleticism is awesome. But I think I think I've said this previously. He's got one of the best highlight reels at the club. He just he just needs to bring it all together into a game and, and be a bit more consistent because there's games where he really does go missing. Probably being a bit harsh, and he hasn't even played fifty games yet. But I think that's knocking him. Is he goes missing a lot? He's inconsistent. Mm. We'll take a, an unbelievable hanger or do some amazing ruck work, but then we'll go missing for a couple of quarters. I think that's the issue Carlton supporters have sometimes. Yeah, Pitnet's more your traditional ruckman. He's a bash and crash. Really complements our midfield because we 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 rely on our clearance work and our contested possession and pit nets there putting on blocks and really getting in in and under. So I think that's why the coaches prefer pit net and that's why the fans do as well. Tommy's good, but it's just, yeah, it's just hard to fit him in, especially because we've already got the two bigs up forward. So yeah, it's but, like, where do you place him? Yeah. So it's going to be, it's, it's, it's an interesting one, but I'd, I'd, yeah, I'd have my money on both of them playing, I think. Yeah, no, that's the thing. I, I agree. I think with my our boys, I think we probably will go the two rucks. And I know we haven't done it recently, but you go back to 2019 and 2020, like we, we had both Ruckman play. 2020, sorry, Soldo was injured. But 2019, both Ruckman played like through the finals, grand final, and it worked. Mm. So I can't see why we wouldn't be able to make that work again. Yeah. Um, so I'm really excited to that. But I, like, I didn't mind what you said before about TDK, and I likened him – a little bit to what I considered Shea Bolton probably two seasons ago in the sense that all the potential in the world like to be like one of the best players in the comp, but they're an almost player. Like they're – like just say you go for a big hanger, you get up high and you, you just fumble it at the last minute or you just – like you, you're centimetres off being one of the best players or, the, you know, becoming one of the best players in the game. Um, and I think Shea – after a couple of seasons, he's been able to take that step where he is a really, really good player now. And TDK is probably in a similar boat where if he just finds up, just tunes up a little couple of details, he'll be, yeah, unstoppable. But it'll be a good battle, yeah. whatever happens. Yeah, absolutely. No, it's going to be good. There's, yeah, little matchups all over the ground that are very, very exciting. Um, very much looking forward to it. But who goes on someone like a Morris Rioli? I'm curious. Um, that's a good question. Because Saad's got him with speed, you would yeah, imagine. You'd say, but Saad, but Saad, he doesn't. We use Saad as more of a weapon to rebound. Um, exactly what I was going to say. He's not really a lockdown. Like, um, you've got someone like Nick Newman who can play a good role on, on small and medium-sized forwards, but he probably he's probably lacking in pace. Um, so because we don't really have that like that small, quick defender either. Mm. Um, but yeah, I'd say I'd imagine Saad will probably. Stay on him, but really work off him on on attack. So yeah, that's probably what I'd go with. The Rioli and Saad matchup uh, is going to be really, really interesting because, like you said, uh, Saad is going to be that weapon rebounding off you know the back fifty there for you, and he does have the pace to stick it with Rioli, but he won't probably clamp him too much. You wouldn't imagine. But then I love it because 
Rioli is a pressure forward that does run and chase and hunt down. Like I saw numerous times him running up to the wing, hunting blokes down to tackle him. So I feel like he's not going to allow Saad to just run freely. And because they've both got that pace, it could be like a one of those classic, you know, he runs along the side of the G. And I can't wait to see something like that happen because that'll be an unreal spectacle for the game. And I think it'll be cool because Saad normally doesn't have many people that can keep up with him pace-wise. So if these two do match up, it'll be very interesting to see... Um, yeah, just how quick they are. Yeah, for sure. No, that's good. Very, very exciting matchups. Um, and the more we talk about it like this, the more you realise just how good it is going to be. So, and how evenly matched the teams are. But before we wrap up, what's so let's let's give a let's get a prediction from each of us. I know I was we're, about to we say. don't know who we're going to pick, um, yeah. but more of like a prediction and what you what's the number one thing you want to you want to see, see from from the Tigers. Obviously, I'm picking Richmond. So, yep. like you said, I'm picking Tigers to win. I feel like it'll be another close one. I can't see – well, I mean, I can in a way, but I, can't, I don't want to say I can see a blowout happening. So, I'm going to say I reckon it'll be a relatively close one within 15 points. I'm not giving an exact number, but it'll be within a 15-point margin, I imagine. And I just really want to see Shea Bolton – He's ducking out. Um, <laughs> I, I, I want to. I want to see. I want to see our backline have a really combined effort to sort of try and shut down your key forwards because I feel like they're the pillar. They're going to be one of the pillars to your success this year. Those two up and firing, and I want to see if we can try and stop their influence and limit it as much as possible because I think that. I know last year it didn't help us too much, but I feel like this year, like it's a, it's going to make a massive difference if we can yep. stop them and try and uh, yeah quell their influence. So that'll be uh, what I'm looking to see from the Tigers. Yep. What, are, what are we Love thinking, it. Blues wise? I think the Blues will win. I think we'll win by 12 points. It's going to be tight. Um, I think there's going to be a period where I think the Blues will have a, a, a strong lead, and there's going to be moments where Richmond claw it back and maybe it gets within a few points. But I think the Blues hold on by 12. And the one thing I'm looking for that I really want to see from the Blues is what have we learnt from last year? Yeah. I, think that's, I think that's 95% of what Carlton fans want to see is what have we learnt from last year's pain and the mistakes that we made to not play finals last year. So that's what I'm looking forward to and, and seeing how that evolves uh, throughout the game and, and throughout the season as well. So Blues by 12 for me. Absolutely. I love that. It's yeah. even... It's even, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, it is. It's absolutely. really even, which is what we want. We yeah. want to see that, and uh, I know we both can't wait. So it's coming up very quickly. As the uh, time we're releasing, we, we will have another preview for Pressure Point Wise um, with the Almost Blues Brothers. It was it'll, yep. well, it's live today, the day of recording, but you'll be able to go back and rewatch that if you haven't seen it. So go check that out more from a Carlton fan side. I know we're yep. doing pleasure, Pressure Point plugs now, but uh, good friends of ours, and they're doing some great things. The Almost Blues Brothers and. Nice Italian boys, which we love. and We do love um, that. It's about the only thing I do love about them. Yeah. So. It's probably one thing you do love about Carlton as well, the Italian culture. Oh, I do. I do envy it. I don't <laughs> love it, but I do I do yes. envy that we don't have that much at Richmond. But, but yeah. that's all right. We've got Taranto and Meatballs, so we're, yeah. we're sorted, that mate. That's true. Um, but, yeah, if you, um, we'll be around Richmond area for most of Thursday as well before the game. I think we'll uh, have a few drinks beforehand and... Um, and then obviously at the ground. So if you do see us out and about, make sure you come say hello. And um, yeah, we we we're loving all the all the people that are following us at the moment and, and giving us um, yeah some really good feedback and, and some great support. So if you uh, see us out and about around the Richmond 
areas on Thursday, come up and say hello. Absolutely. I think Swan Street will be us swarming. So yes. I can't wait. I can't Absolutely. wait. We have taken the day off work. We're making the most of it. Yeah. We're lapping it up. Yeah. So <laughs> I hope my boss isn't watching this one. But yes, gave plenty of notice. It's all right. Yeah. Day of annual leave. We're, we're, uh, we're allowed to take them. So. Absolutely. So that's no, going to be a great day and I'm um, very much looking forward to it. So all the best, mate. And may the best team win. 